It's 26 minutes after the hour here on the Drive Large Radio Show. And during the break, I checked on those uh, blank uh, blank tallies in Wards 3 and 9. I uh, errantly put the number of blanks cast in the school board races in those wards under the aldermanic races. When you put the aldermanic races in, it changes rather dramatically. But it doesn't change my opinion as to whether or not uh, a recount should be sought after. There were 122 blanks in Ward 9. The Ward 9 Alderman race and 107 blanks in the Ward 3 Aldermanic race. Okay. By the way, I will announce that I am not seeking a recount uh, despite the juggernaut that was the David Barton for School Board at Large writing campaign uh, entered into by at least Ward 12 committee member Connie Van Houten, Ward 8 committee member Erica Connors, and Ward 6 committee member Dan Bergeron, the uh, the 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 Troika, two of three lost. Oh well, oh that's right. I don't have to ask for a recount. <laughs> you know, uh, just reflecting on the turnout, one of the things that I will um, be interested to see is the number of Democrats and Republicans who uh, turned out to, um, <clears throat> who turned out. Um, I, I suspect just taking a look at the vote totals that uh, they were, mm, you know, I, I, I'll i say there probably is going to have, you know, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> but uh, it's clear to me from the vote totals that the Republicans were outmaneuvered uh, or were, were outvoted. But we'll have a, a little bit better idea of that. And, and key to it is going to be how the independents break. And, and I'll tell you, when I was doing door-to-door, uh, th- this, re- this result surprises me because even in, in, in solidly Democratic neighborhoods, you know, people who um, had said they voted for the mayor in the past and were thinking about doing it, uh, you know, not doing it this time, you know, e- even they were saying they were worried about what would happen with Joyce Craig if she were mayor on the whole taxes and spending thing. And I think that's going to be an interesting challenge. I, at this point, do not believe that the votes exist on the, on, on the, uh, on the Board of Aldermen to override the tax cap. And if that's true, Joyce Craig is going to have some trouble <clears throat> meeting her campaign promises or what people perceive to be her campaign promises because of who backed her. So how will Joyce Craig deal differently? And that was something that I was disappointed we never heard in the in the discussion and, and something that frankly causes me to be skeptical about her ultimate solutions here. Because during her time as an alderman, Joyce Craig actually did propose several budgets. She, you know, took the mayor's budget, and this is a general process. Mayors mayors propose the alderman dispose. Once the mayor pr- presents his budget to the alderman, it's basically up to them what they want to do with it. And Joyce Craig is no rookie when it comes to the budgets. She oftentimes, uh, she was the leader in many of the uh, 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 aldermanic efforts to bring a budget together. So while Joyce was always critical of the budgets the mayor proposed, she she never said, well, you know, this is what I would have done. And Gatz has tried to press her on that point on a couple of occasions, but she wouldn't answer. 
So, Joyce, would you have, you know, would you have done this or that? Manchester needs a mayor that can bring all parties together and work collaboratively on the solutions. Okay. So now we're going to see. Now, in Ward 1, Kavanaugh will vote to override the tax cap no matter what. I mean, he's a spend more money guy and he'll justify it as we need this, we need that, we need this. And frankly, not just in Kavanaugh, but as a general commentary, it's lazy. It's lazy just to say we need more money to do what we're doing now the way we're doing it. The difficult thing is to try to find new and better ways that are more efficient, effective, and responsive. That's hard work. And not that the answers are oftentimes convoluted or hidden or somehow suspect, but because the answers threaten the entrenched interests who have a vested interest in the status quo. If you're a union, you don't want to find a way to look at what's happening in this city over picking up trash. The union at the highway department, it's brother unions around the city. And the union-backed aldermen, they lost their mind at the thought that the city would even consider a situation where instead of having three guys on a truck, one to drive it and two to hang off the back of it and pick up trash and throw it in, that they would go to trucks with those mechanical arms that just like the recycling would pick it up and dump it into the back of the truck, which reduces your need for that labor by two thirds. And you know what? Instead of taking the city at its word, And saying, we're not going to lay off those guys. There are plenty of other things that we can do with them in this city when it comes to public works. It's not like there aren't a never-ending list of potholes that need to be fixed or park benches that need to be taken care of or trees that need to... You can come up with any number of public works issues in this city and take those two people who will be displaced from the back of, what is it, six or seven trucks, nine maybe? So... Say the city's got 15 more bodies that for the same money it is just spending to throw away the trash, they could use those 15 bodies to do other public works things. Oh, no, no, fight, 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 fight. We have to keep it the same way. Fight, 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 fight. They're going to fire us. I don't know how many times you have to hear that. And, and you know what? For, for people in elected positions to not say, hey, you know, that, You know, to put the old, inefficient, more expensive way of doing it before the needs and demands of the city as a whole is wrongheaded and irresponsible. So you want my so guy, you know, these these override the tax cap guys. What? You know, Chris Herbert. Kevin Kavanaugh. Well, the answer is just spend more money to hire another 15 guys to do all those other public works projects, and then we can all be happy. No, that's not the answer. That's why we're broke. So Kavanaugh will vote to override the tax cap. It remains to be seen what Will Stewart will do, but I believe he will because he just he, he, he never showed a commitment to it. Baines. I think he's kind of in the same boat that if he if he ultimately wins and that's in question, 
I think he's in the same boat with Stewart. He refused to. He instead criticized the budget process and said it needed to be done differently. And Baines and Stewart share one thing in common, the, un, you know, the unbridled backing of the unions who are going to be seeking those big contracts that in and of themselves will push the city over the tax cap. Herbert? Oh, yeah. That guy can't spend other people's money fast enough. And he obviously has contempt for the elderly who want to stay in their homes because he wants to replace the uh, property tax exemption with a program of the government to remove them when they can't afford their taxes anymore. Great. I don't think Sapienza will. I, I, uh, Moreau won't. O'Neill, in a heartbeat. Lavasser, no, except Lavasser has been one of these guys in the past who says, well, it's okay to override it to take advantage of the increased revenue that comes from the increased value of the property tax base. Don't don't be fooled. That's a tax cap override. And no, I'm not trying to pick a fight with Joe, but he's he's just coloring that so he can say he didn't vote to override the tax cap. We kept it within the CPI. No, because if you read the tax cap, the tax cap, the total taxes raised is supposed to be kept within the CPI, not the total taxes plus any tax base growth. Uh, Shea, as a general rule, won't do it. Uh, John Cataldo coming into office in Ward 8 won't do it. Barbara Shaw, she got elected promising not to do it anymore because she's voted for every tax cap override, but she says she won't do it anymore. Bill Barry, oh yeah, he's in there. He's in there with O'Neill, Kavanaugh, and Herbert. You ever notice that the, the ones who are the diehard union guys are the ones always willing to override the tax cap and claim it's for basic necessary services? Gamash has voted for him. He'll do it. And Hirschman won't. So at first blush, it doesn't look like there will be enough votes to override the tax cap. But I think I think pressure in the right place, like, wow, we added $100 million worth of new value to the tax base. And at the current tax rate, that generates X number of dollars. We'll just override, quote, the mythical, you know, the, the mythical revenue side of the tax cap to, uh, to, to get those additional revenues. Which, you know, frankly, it's as dishonest a proposition as it is long. So, but I I don't think Joyce has got an automatic. I'm sorry, Mayor-elect Craig has got an automatic on a tax cap override. One thing we do know, though, is that she, even before she officially takes office in January, and and I'd be surprised if this weren't part of the transition, is going to have to start assembling a budget team. And I'm sure Gatsis will step back and or issue whatever directives that she wants to have issued to department heads so that uh, she hits the ground running on the budget. Now, she could, in theory, wait until January. The mayor does not have to propose a budget until March 31st under the charter. And in my opinion, having done a budget or two in my day, that is plenty of time to pull together a budget. So... If Joyce wants to wait until she's officially mayor, she will. If she wants to get started early, Mayor Gatz has typically has started the budget process in November. Um, I don't know if he's going to start it now or if he's going to defer it to uh, Mayor-elect Craig, what the case may be. But this may be one of those things where you're going to have to uh, get to your alderman and make your wishes known on whether or not the city which has seen taxes go up 
and and please don't be fooled by you do not pay a tax rate you you pay a tax bill and uh, your rate may have stayed the same but if your bill went up because they well they were just taxing you on the improved value of your property now guess what <laughs> that's that, that that you know that's kind of like the shell game that's you know get the hole in the table that the ball falls out into a cup that you can't see kind of thing yeah so i i don't know a whole lot of people who said hey my taxes went down because they saw their tax rate go down but their tax bill go up but th- that that's what you're going to have to look for and joyce craig is now in a in the position of having to reconcile all of the things that she said during the campaign about so-called responsible budgeting within the tax cap and somehow come up with different answers than those she was uh, knowingly, in my opinion, uh, sharply sharply critical of knowing that the mayor probably didn't really have any other options. I guess the only other thing she could do is come up with a <clears throat> reinterpretation of the language of the tax cap and apply that to her budget. Stay tuned. This is Gerard at Large. 